Okay, that now infamous Sunwing party plane that took flight from Montreal to Cancun, it's back in the news this Friday afternoon. Let's welcome in the travel lady. Leslie Cater joins us now here on Global News Radio. Leslie, Happy New Year and good afternoon. Happy New Year to you too, Jeff. Appreciate it. Okay, we're getting reports. The federal government says that 27 of the approximately 130 people on this Sunwing plane are now back here in Canada do we know how many of them, if any, were these so-called influencers, Leslie, that were partying without masks, a full bottle of a vodka? Because there's been reports uh, in the media the last couple of days uh, that they were complaining they couldn't get return flights home. Well, you know, this is the problem with this situation. There's just so many unanswered questions um, on the flight itself. I mean, you would think that the flight attendants would try and stop this, but apparently some of them were joining in. I think it's a dangerous situation to have a party in the sky like that. So I'm not quite sure how the flight actually even landed in Cancun. But now what to do about the people who are still stuck down there? Yeah. Do they have any point, uh, any standing at all, do you think, uh, Leslie? Again, they're, uh, you know, they're in Cancun uh, trying to book flights uh, back home, mm-hmm. back to Canada because Sunwing will not honor their uh, return flight. Is that well within, do you know, Sunwing's uh, rights to do that? Well, with this being a charter flight, then it's a completely different situation. But from what I've read, Sunwing did sit down with the leader of the group, Mr. Awad, to arrange to bring the people back. And they laid down a number of conditions, such as no alcohol and there would be flight marshals on board. And they agreed to all of that. But the deal fell down because Sunwing said they wouldn't provide a meal on the five-hour flight. And I'm thinking that is such a stupid reason for not going with the deal to get those people home because you can buy a sandwich at the airport nobody's going to die of starvation in five hours yeah i think it's another uh, part of this uh, story that's got a lot of people just uh, shaking their heads left uh, shaking their heads uh, leslie uh what is uh, i guess maybe for you as a travel expert somebody who's logged countless miles uh, in the air uh what is uh, the biggest question uh, the most troubling part of this story for you Well, the troubling part of the story for me is reading about some of the people who now have um, identified positive for COVID. And the one girl is saying, you know, I'm stuck down here. I can't afford this. I don't have money for 14 days in a hotel. And how am I going to get home? Well, you know, if you put a group together like this, surely you realize your responsibilities and you make sure that they have insurance, particularly in these times of COVID. You can buy a pandemic insurance that will cover you for 14 days quarantine at $200 a day, plus another $500 for flight changes. So in organizing a group like this, and I've done several incentive groups, it's always there. Like you have to have insurance because that is part of the deal if you want to go with the group. Yeah, do travelers right now, do they understand fully, do you think, Leslie, the risks involved with getting on a uh, flight uh, that uh, if you do test COVID uh, positive, you're not going to be able to get back on a uh, plane until uh, a quarantine period, until you uh, test uh, negative? And, of course, the uh, federal government, they issued that uh, travel advisory just ahead of the uh, holidays. But do you think travelers, do, do they grasp the uh, the risks that are involved here? Well, certainly if they come to my agency, and I'm sure many of my colleagues, it's one of the things we point out before they even get to make the booking. 
you know, the risks involved. We have a waiver there where we explain that they may get stuck down in destination. And we always offer them a number of different types of policies to insure them. Yeah, some people say, no, that's fine. I don't need the insurance. I've got it on my credit card or whatever it might be. Okay, well, I did my job offering it to you. But uh, people are becoming more aware as these kind of stories hit the media. Then, and, and this is why we've had some cancellations, to be honest. People are looking at this and they're saying, mm, I don't know if I'm quite ready to travel yet. Others are saying, nope, I've got everything in order. I've got insurance. I'm triple vaccinated. I'm going. Well, you speak of uh, some people like uh, canceling. Uh, also in the news here this afternoon is that uh, Air Canada has now suspended several flights to uh, Caribbean mm-hmm. destinations. What can you tell us about that, Leslie? Yes, well, it seems to be that the reason for cancellation is not so much the destination itself, but more the fact that they've got very low loads on these destinations. Um, Just looking through the list here, I mean, they've uh, cancelled places like Antigua and uh, Exuma, Grenada. I think those are kind of lower on the list where people tend to book because I noticed they're still flying to Barbados, We've got Jamaica, we've got Mexico, we've got Cuba. So uh, I think it's a matter of the loads. It's just, it's not economically viable for them to run those flights. Okay, that is interesting because I think I was wondering that and several others were as well. Why cancel some destinations and not others? So this is not a statement by Air Canada that they feel as if air travel is overly uh, risky or unsafe right now. This is just, as you've uh, kind of detailed for us, a matter of economics. Uh, Yeah, exactly. And also remember Air Canada and its crew is being hit by its own COVID problems with them being short-staffed. Yeah, can you talk to us a little bit more about that? We were just talking in our previous uh, segment about uh, the shortage of uh, supply of uh, staff when it comes to healthcare workers in hospitals. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's just not uh, hospitals. We're seeing this in so many sectors, including the travel industry, the airline industry. So many people are... uh, coming down with Omicron, they're testing a positive, it's having a real impact on the workforce. Well, it is indeed. And and unlike a restaurant where maybe you can get by if you're a bit short-staffed, on a flight, you know, you've got requirements of minimum numbers of crew on board, and that's going to make it more difficult to run as well. So it's, uh, yeah, it, it's hitting all the industries, really. So we got uh, flights, destinations uh, being canceled, Leslie. We've got a problem when it comes to uh, staff. Is all of this adding up to another uh, rough ride for the uh, tourism and travel industry for the next little while, do you think? Well, I think the next few weeks are going to be difficult. But, you know, Jeff, I'm such a stubborn optimist. I, I do see an end in sight here. Uh, it's very good news that we're so heavily vaccinated. It's very good news that Omicron is considerably milder, although much more infectious. And I think this is something that we're going to end up living with and uh, and dealing with it. And I, I'm looking at middle of 2022. We already got very, very strong bookings. In fact, some of the cruises we book are very, very sold out. So I'm just going to be happy about it. I'm going, just going to be an optimist. Well, I'm glad to hear you describe yourself as a stubborn optimist, because I think uh, we all could use a little more of that uh, these days, uh, for sure. Leslie, I appreciate the time with us this afternoon. Uh, Thanks, as always. Thanks so much, Jeff. Have a good day.
All right. You have a great weekend. There's Leslie Cater, the travel lady with us. And we're back after break here on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna. And I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan. And I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.